0: to Spotify, Doctrine Matters. Eventually I'll have that split up. I haven't had time to split Worship Tabernacle with Doctrine Matters. But eventually we'll get there and they'll be online. You can just click on it, listen to it whenever you want. Praise the Lord. There, there will be rising up preachers in this church that you won't just have to listen to the pastor. There will be preachers rose up in this church that you can listen to solid teaching, preaching out of the Word of God. Amen. It's by the teachers... Pastors, evangelists, apostles, and prophets, that the that people might be edified into the church. It's not enough just to go to church. We have to be built up. Right. We have to grow. Turn to your neighbor. And say you, have to, grow. you yeah. have to grow. If you're not growing, you're dying. Right. It's in it's in it's in your best interest to grow in God. That's why uh, worship is so important before the word the word of God is because it prepares your heart to receive the word of God. Right. And if you've been listening or uh, thinking about things uh, that happened before church or after church, or what's going to happen this week, you're going to miss out on the Word of God. You're going to miss out on the things of God. The Bible says the cares of this life choke the Word. And how does it choke the Word? Is because we're so concerned about what's going to happen next. than the Word of God and eternal life. And I, that's why we're here is eternal life. Amen. That's why we're here is to get to heaven. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, Ephesians five, verse twenty six, Ephesians five, verse twenty six, that he may sanct- sanctify and cleanse. Cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Everybody say by the word. word. That he might present to himself a glorious church. Not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Everybody say such thing.
1: thing.
0: That's a pastor thing. Such thing. Figuring out the such things in life. Or any such thing thing but that it should be holy. Everybody say holy. Holy without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. I like I like to talk for a few moments and uh this this is this is a inspired message. I had this on my heart. It's been brewing all week. It's not polished. Amen. Amen. It's not going to be perfect, but I do believe we're going to get something out of it. Amen. This is this is hot off the shelf of my heart. Right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Spot or no spot. Spot or no spot. That's, that's the idea I like to center this whole thing around. Let's pray. Lord, we love you, Jesus. Thank you for this opportunity. To deliver your word, I pray God that you hide this word in our heart that we might not sin against you. We're working at our own salvation with fear and trembling in Jesus name. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you for standing out of respect to the word of God. I do believe this is going to be one of those messages that I'm going to drop the plow. Hallelujah. I'm going to drop the plow and I'm going to till this up a little bit and I'm going to, in the end, we're going to see fruit. This thing is going to grow on us and we're going to see fruit. It's not enough just to join the church. It's not enough just to be a part of an assembly. We have to know that we know that we know that we're saved. There's doctrines in this world that is from hell, spawned of hell way back in the Bible times. There was doctrines that is just polished and is just and, and it carried through generation through generation and is with humanity today, is with churches today, and God forbid it's with apostolic churches, some doctrines that is damnable, some doctrines of heresy that could be with us that we have to watch out for. Right. In the book of Ephesians, he is explaining the eternal. That the reason why there's a Bible, the reason why there's preachers and prophets, the reason why we're even here is because we're working. We're constantly working. All week long we're working. We're working at our own salvation. We're working on our own person. And I am constantly working to be a better man, to be a better husband, to be a better soul winner, to be a better pastor. I don't want to stay the same. I want to be moving. I want to be... Be I want to constantly be open to new ideas of being a better person, a better saint, a better child of God. How can I be better? It's interesting that people can stay the same for years. You can't teach old dogs new tricks. Hallelujah. I'm happy just the way I am. I don't like change. People don't like change. People don't like change. Well, the Bible says here that the Lord's going to come back for a church. And this church, is whether we like it or not, the church is going to be without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. The church is going to constantly be ironing the garment. The church is constantly going to be washing the the garment the church is going to constantly be aware of the garment because in a moment that you think not the lord's going to come the moment that you think that he's not going to come that's when he's going to come in a moment in a twinkling of an eye he's going to take the church out of here whether you're right or whether you're wrong it doesn't matter the lord's going to come after the church Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm just going to carry this body with a little bit more reverence than I would if I was just not living for God. I'm going to carry this body with a little bit more fear than I would if I'm just not wanting to go to heaven. It's shocking to see Christians living their lives as if they're, uh, they're living their lives an atheistic life and trying to say that they're heaven bound. Right. I see some even Christians going emo and, and, and going dark in their appearance and it's like, wait a minute, this is not right. We're children of the light. we should supposed to be speaking light. We're supposed to be walking in light. Right. Amen. Amen. First Timothy 6:14 that thou keep this commandment without spot unrebu- unrebukable unto the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. we have to learn the Bible, study the Bible now more than ever. We have to know the commandments of the Lord. we have to know the law of God, we have to know the, the, the Bible inside out. How do I start? Where do I start? You start at Genesis. And you move to Revelation. You start somewhere. you got to figure this thing out. Because if you don't figure this thing out, hell is very, very long. Hell is very, very full of torment. And that's the last thing that I want to see anybody in Hammond go is to a lake of fire. Somebody say amen. 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 Don't preach about hell today because we're living in 2021. No, I need to hear about hell now more than I ever have because the the end is near. Right, yeah. man. But I'm not going to preach about hell today. Genesis 3, verse 4. There's a doctrine of the Nicolaitans I like to talk about that's present was present before the church of Ephesus fell, it was present before the church of Thyatira fell, and it's still present to the day, the, the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. It's interesting how the enemy moves into a church, the enemy moves into somebody's life, the enemy moves into somebody's mind. Right. This is exactly how the enemy gets into your heart, and all of a sudden, a little spot don't matter. All of a sudden, a little wrinkle. You, you don't need to be ironing in your shirt that much. You don't need to be ironed in the garment. Church is getting too fanatical about this. Church is, church is getting too crazy about this. This is exactly where it happens to right here. Right. In the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. First thing that happens is a lie. First thing that happens, you, the, the lady believes a lie. Well, how did she believe a lie? It's because there was something really cool at the end of that lie. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also to her husband with her and he did eat. The lie was that you won't die. And something that was said, it's interesting that cults start with this very line. Okay, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get kind of deep here. If you don't want me naming churches, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this is that needs to be said. Any idea that says that you're going to be a god is cultic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody that says that you're more than just a child of God and you to be worshipped or you're to be raised up like the the Son of God, you it's very very cultic. Can I name a few people that has, uh, has had this belief that you, you are lowercase g gods such as Jim Jones allowed himself to believe that he was a type of shadow, like a, a god or a messiah? Can I say that the Mormon church believes that when you join their church you're going to be like Jesus and have your own world and have many wives and be a god? It's a lie straight from the pits of hell and it's still going to this day and and here's how it gets into the church because now we can take of we can take of the fruit brother angel. We can take of the fruit. We can live in fornication and still speak in tongues on Sunday. We can take of the fruit. We can go ahead and we can smoke our weed on Wednesday. And on Sunday, we could still get into the Spirit. It's real, it's real deceiving to know that Adam and Eve, took, they took the fruit. They were expecting a physical death. And in fact, it was a spiritual death. And in fact, they did die spiritually. God didn't lie here. He, there was a death, but it was now death of all humanity death started it was i took the fruit and i realized look i'm still living that's interesting because you're going to read some of these scripture verses we're going to read how does churches go from holiness churches to charismatic churches that believe in cultic views right. i had one guy tell me he was a he was a preacher an apostolic preacher and he started talking Oh, we are going to be inherit the earth, and we're going to be kings and priests. And, and he rose himself to say, we're going to be gods. Oh, bro, our God's a jealous God. There's not going to be any other God other than him. He is the Lord by himself. He don't need one person to take any praise. He don't need one person to get any glory. And so he started bringing this delight that there is an apostolic reformation that's going on today that brings them to this king that, yeah, we are going to be kings and priests, and we're going to reign with him, but we're not going to be gods. Kings and priests, meaning the king of kings and the Lord of lords. We bend a knee to the king of all creation. It's crazy. It's crazy idea to be able to take the fruit, look at the face of God, and say, I'm not dead yet. It's crazy because churches are doing this every single day. I got that holy, he goes, right? And then everybody knows how to get into the flow and have a flow. And it's like, and and, and they indulge in sin. Mm. And I could say internet, I could say television, I could say newspapers, whatever the sin is. And they're in the, in, in, I'm going to say the news, I don't know, they're in the media. And the media is in them. And they're in the media. And the media is in them. And all of a sudden they get on the phone, praise the Lord, Jesus loves you. Man, I just had a move of God. On the telephone. And they go back and then they get back into the sin. They're taking the fruit and they're believing that they're still right with God. This is the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. This is exactly what the Lord spoke through John and says the doctrine that I hate. Right. Hate is a strong word, especially coming from a God of love. The doctrine of the Nicolaitans is simply this you're saved, just keep on sinning. Mm-hmm. That's the doctrine of Nicolae's. If you just barrel it down to just one idea, that's the idea. You're still saying, keep loving God, just keep sinning. Which comes to the idea, spot or no spot. Right. That's where we're up against. Either We're going to war against this flesh, and we're going to get the victory over this flesh, and we're going to have victory, and we're going to have the anointing in the power of God in the church service and deliver us from this old sinful flesh, or we're going to be indulged. Right. Amen. Amen. In Revelations two and eighteen, and unto the angel of the church of Thyatira write these things: saith the Son of God, which hath his eyes like a flame of fire, and his feet like fine brass. I know thy works. Those that are turning turn, turning there revelations two and eighteen I'm that nineteen now I know thy works, thy charity, thy service and thy faith, thy patience and thy works and the least or the last to be more than the first, notwithstanding of a few things against thee, because thou sufferest the woman Jezebel now I just threw that in there. Because that's exactly the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. You let a spirit of Jezebel get into a church, and this this I have been I've been thinking about this for a long time, right, Sister Hague? We got we got to pass on fighting this spirit, Jezebel. And this is the spirit of Jezebel in a nutshell. The spirit of Jezebel gets into uh, into the church. And when it gets into the church, it's simply there to wear down the ministry. That's, that's it. It's not trying to kill the ministry. It's not trying to take the ministry out of commission. It's simply there just to take and to wear down the ministry. Why? Because if it can wear down the ministry, there's going to come a time that spirit of Jezebel is going to say, Hey, you're either going to do what I say, or we're going to have to this and it's going to get real bad for you how does preachers apostolic preachers go the way of the world it's because they suffered or they they put up with the spirit of jezebel interesting right interesting that a church an apostolic church of thyatira would suffer would would put up with a spirit of jezebel i thought we were supposed to be a free people I thought we were supposed to be an unbound people right. that are not addicted to things, that are not bound by things, that are not, not dictated by the ways of the world. Right. We shouldn't be bound by any chemical. We shouldn't be bound by any pill. We right. should be free, a free right. people. Come on, somebody. We shouldn't be bound by nicotine. Right. We shouldn't be bound by marijuana. We shouldn't be bound by uh, THC. We shouldn't be right. bound by, by uh, uh, opiates. We shouldn't be bound. And so being a free people, it's really awesome that we can lift up holy hands right. without wrath or doubting. Yes. Why? Because I'm a free person. I want everybody to know that I'm free. I'm, I'm yes. a free person. But here's the thing. I have been doing this for so long. I've been putting up with the spirit of Jezebel. And it's like taking a frog. If you take a frog and throw it in the boiling water, it's going to jump out. But if you put it in, in lukewarm water and you gradually turn up the heat, it'll boil to death. Yeah. At some point, that spirit of Jezebel will separate you from the, the, to the, from the church of the living God. Right. At some point, you're going to get so lukewarm and so backslidden, but you don't even know that you're lukewarm and backslidden. Why? I got that Holy Ghost down in my soul. You're free, but you believed that you're taking the fruit, and this is working for you. Right. You think it's working for you. When lust conceives, it bringing forth sin. When sin is done, is death. The pleasure of sin is for a season. Right. Church of Thyatira, listen to what happened. The woman Jezebel was calling herself a prophet to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication. To eat things sacrificed to idols. You have to understand, fornication, things sacrificed to idols. I hope I'm not boring anybody, because this is very, very big Concerning our walks with God. Fornication and things um, sacrificed to idols. Let me explain fornication. Fornication's root word is pornea. <clears throat> I'm not going to have a men's conference here, it deals with pornography. Anything that starts with porn, visual. Not just the act. Did you know that looking at an image on your cell phone that's perverted is fornication? Well, the world's church don't say that. It's probably because their pastors have been taking the fruit and realizing they can still preach and still... Amen? Why don't they preach it like this? It's because their pastor's probably doing it. So Jesus said this: "If you look on a woman unless and less than you're married, you've already committed adultery in your heart. That just off the ante. That means that I better take if I want to make it to heaven. Now it goes back to, well, just one little spot's not going to send me to hell. The Bible says this: a little leaven is not that bad? Is that what the Bible says? Somebody help me out, all oh, you Bible scholars. Eleven, little leaven is not that bad? <laughs> You're right. little leaven, leaven at the whole lump. So here we go. Look, I'm just taking a little bit, and I'm just, I'm just indulging just a little bit. A little leaven, leaven at the whole lump. So you've got the fornication, and you've got meat sacrificed idol. So what's that mean? You got images and you've got action and now you've got your eating stuff that was tied to worshiping idols. They cleared that up, didn't they, Dad? In the Bible. All, all, all food's good for food. Whatever you eat, you eat in the name of Jesus, right? Peter had a dream about this. And this was all cleared up. I'm not trying to be confusing here, but this was all cleared up. Okay, for your sake, if you don't want me to eat meat sacrificed to idols, I'm not going to eat meat sacrificed to idols. But if I stumble upon some food and I'm hungry, I'm going to eat it in the name of Jesus. Right? right? Here's what he's saying. He's not talking about food. He's talking about anything that has to do with worship and idols. It has to do with partaking idols. You want to know why I don't go some places? Because it's at the idols' table. It smells like idol worship. They're up there going, bah! Woo! They're painting your faces. They're jumping. Right. Okay? And so this is exactly what Antipas. I said it right. I'm gonna hand. Yeah. Antipas, what this is exactly what he was preaching against. He said, You need to stay out of the sporting arenas. You need to stay out of those theaters. And you know what they did? They cooked him alive because he preached the doctrines. Tertullian, the guy that formed Trinity, said the Greek philosophers was his brothers and sisters. And Antipas is saying, those guys are heathers. Heathers. Praise the Lord. There's a big separation from the church and the world. We're not to be preaching the same things. You want to know why I don't preach five ways to get rich? It's because at the end of the day, that ain't going to take me to heaven. I'm preaching eternal. And if I'm gonna preach eternals, especially church plants and church starting out, I gotta preach against sin. I gotta go against it. Well, I didn't know I was sinning, I didn't know I was doing what's wrong. I was taking the fruit and thinking I was still gonna live through this thing. Right. It's it's mind altering, it's mind numbing. But that's that is a deception. It says fornication and things sacrificed to idols, and I gave her space to repent. Of her fornication, she repented not. Behold, I will cast her in the bed with them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation. Understand, you don't want to be cast into great tribulation. Right. Which brings me to my next point. I do believe we're going to be pre-trib before the tribulation happens. We're going to get up out of here. If you're sinning, you're going to be cast into great tribulation. Does that make sense? If you're sinning, when the Lord comes and takes His people away, you're going to be cast into great tribulation. You don't want to go there. You don't want to be apart when you get your head cut off because you didn't take the mark of the beast and everybody's worshiping Satan and you're trying to take a stand for God and there's no other choice. There's no hope for you at that point. That light keeps blinking and everybody keeps wondering what's happening. <clears throat> it keeps getting everybody's attention. I see everybody looking. Hey Amen. Going on. And I will kill her children with death. What? And all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and the hearts, and I will give to every one of you according to your works. Right. Works. But unto you I say, and to the rest of thy attire as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put unto you none other burden, but that which ye have already hold fast till I come. He that overcometh and keep my works unto the end to him, I will give power over the nations. Everybody, stay with me. Me, sometimes I might get some spots on my jacket and I might not even care. Right. Sometimes I have a special service. I'm over here making sure I don't look like a hot wreck. But at the end of the day, my wife knows I will change a tire in my suit jacket. Right. She's been working with me. I will I will help somebody change her oil in my suit jacket. In my suit. One time I was going to a church, church event. Me and a buddy before I was married, my wife's tuning me up, (laughs) I was, I went there, and then I ended up seeing this uh, Chinese, see it just bounced back again, this Chinese uh, uh, owner of the King's Buffet over in Plymouth, Indiana, they had a breakdown, they had a tire messed up, and so our going joke between me and my buddy David was, I was underneath his car in my suit jacket. And I was taken because they didn't know how to take the cart and I changed it and they ended up becoming friends for life and gave me a free meal because of it. I didn't even try. I just was trying to help, help the family out.
1: Right.
0: Some points were like, yeah, we got a little bit of spot. That doesn't matter. But your soul, your flesh is tied with your soul because there's a flesh, there's a spirit, becomes a soul. Right. And you have got to make sure that your soul is ready to meet Jesus. And how you make sure your soul's ready to meet Jesus is you've got to make sure your body's ready to meet Jesus because your body's gonna be transformed to immortal. Man. Amen. Your body's going to change from mortality to immortality. That's why I say immortal. Praise the Lord. Am I getting too deep here? Yep. And so if it has to do with this, oh, I might get I might eat and then drop something on it. But if my soul, if, if I end up walking in this life and I end up sinning, that's not something you wait till Sunday. Right. That's not something you wait till the next week. You better you better freak out. You hear me? You better freak out whenever you get some spot on your spiritual walk with God, and you better go find a place to pray, because that's why Apostle Paul says, I die daily. There's too many people walking around lukewarm in the church. I'm talking about apostolics in the church walking around lukewarm and not caring if they got spots all over I'm not caring how they look. They're not, they're not ready for the groom to come. They're not ready for the Lord to come. And all of a sudden the Lord's going to come back and we're going to have unforgiveness and we're going to have hatred and we're going to have malice. And we're going to have envying, and we're going to have the works of the flesh, jealousy, and backbiting, and gossip. And then the Lord's going to come, and the trumpet's going to sound, and we're going to wonder, why did I get left behind? And the next thing you're going to say is, Pastor, didn't preach it like you should have. That's why I'm preaching it now. Amen. Because if if I get left behind, you're going to come and find me, and you're going to kick me in my rear. Amen. There's going to be a lot of dead preachers after the rapture. Praise the Lord. Or they're going to think aliens came. Hallelujah. I'm trying to keep everybody awake here. Revelations 2 and 14. But I have a few things against... This is the church of Ephesus. Because thou hast... there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam. What... Who have taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things, there it is again, to eat things sacrificed to idols and to commit fornication. So hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, that it's okay to sin, you're still going to make it to heaven, which things I hate. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest, there it is again, that woman Jezebel which call herself a prophet and to teach and seduce servants to commit fornication. Proverbs 16 and 25. I'm going somewhere with this. I could believe my own I could start a church right now. It's going to be called the first church of the Den of Thieves. Praise the Lord. Just because I call myself a church, that's not going to get me to heaven. First thing you hear about a church, how are you saved? Where's that found at in the Bible? If they don't go to the book of Acts 2, Acts 10, Acts 19, there is something majorly wrong. Because that's where the first church was saved. That's how they were saved in the first church. It wasn't just believing. Believing is part of the plan of salvation. You can't get repent unless you believe. Right. Believing alone is not going to save you. Believe alone is the first step of salvation, but it's not the whole salvation. Because if it was that, there's a scripture that says, He that believeth shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And there's another scripture that he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But when you go into the first church, when the church was preached to, and they said, what do we do? He should have said, confess with your mouth, but he didn't. The church down the street would say, everybody repeat after me. And then everybody says, I believe that you are the Son of God. And everybody goes, we believe, or whatever, however you say that. And all of a sudden, everybody goes, okay, you're saved. And what happens? They go back to their smoking, they go back to their drinking, they go back to their watching ungodly movies. And there's no lifestyle. Why isn't your lifestyle changed? Because it took of the fruit. The man of God said, it's okay that I, 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 I'm, I'm heaven bound and I'm eternally saved and I can take of the fruit anytime I want and be saved. Right. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 12 and 25. There is the way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Just because you think you're right, you better know you're right. Is that okay to say? You better know that you know that you know. You better take scripture on scripture on scripture on scripture. Everything you believe, if you believe in speaking in tongues, prove it. If you believe in baptism in Jesus' name, prove it. If you believe in getting the Holy Ghost, prove it. If you believe it, you have to have the knowledge. You have to have the basic knowledge in order to make it to heaven. This is vital. Praise the Lord. Yes. It's vital to know. Because we're not just any other church. We are the original church. We are apostolic, apostle like You want to get any closer to the the first church? Go to our church. We're maturing. We're not where we want to be. We're maturing. I got churches you could go to right now that they leaped and worshipped in uh, Acts 3. They leaped and worshipped over in those churches. Amen. If they're gonna. We're gonna be leaping and worshiping Jesus in our church. Amen. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. I thought I had a thought while we we're having church. Take the back row out. Take this rock so we can march around the church and worship Jesus. Right. Good idea. Hallelujah. Why? What does that mean? Worship is vital in the, in the first church. Right. <clears throat> Amen. Doctrine of the Nicolaitans. That what the Lord. If the Lord hates it. We better hate it. If the Lord's against something, we better be against something. What happens if the Bible's against something that I'm okay with? Who's gonna win here? The Bible. Right off the I'm not even gonna think about that. Pastor whoa, 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 what's going on here? (laughs) That's why we say amen, is so that everybody knows we believe that we just read it, Amen. That's in the Bible. You don't just say amen just because I'm I'm speaking and I've got a a charismatic attitude and and I'm a very nice guy and and you don't want to make me feel like I'm stupid. That's not why we say amen. We say amen is because we look at the Bible and go, "That's that's what it just said. Right? That's what it said. You just said what it said. Amen. So be it. That's what it says. By your agreeance to the Word of God builds everybody's faith. But if I get outside of the Word of God, there's a big problem. If I get outside of the Word of God and you say, man, the next thing you're going to do spiritually is drink the Kool-Aid. Right. Think about that. The next thing you're going to do is when the, when the man of God says, we're all going to commit suicide and die tonight, and all of a sudden we're going to be like, well, praise the Lord. Right. I'm being funny when I say that. Well, the man of God uh, said he was the Messiah. What? Something majorly wrong with a whole group of people to say, whoa, there's the Messiah. The Bible says this very specifically. Any man say, there is Christ, or here is Christ, believe them not, for they are a liar. Right. And for him to say, hey, you know what, you don't need this anymore, and he threw the Bible out, and he said, I am the Word of God, there should have been 800 people get up and walk out and never go back. Right. But how... In the world do they keep coming? It's because they keep coming, it's because they felt an artificial love. They felt something that was alluring. Now it's going to go to my next point. I'm not moved because somebody speaks in tongues. I'm not moved if there's people with their hands growing right in front of their eyes. I'm not moved by that. Blind eyes opening. Don't be moved by miracles, signs and hmm. wonders. Guess what? In the last days, there's going to be the antichrist. Is going to be doing many miracles and lying wonders. Right. The antichrist is going to be very alluring. Don't be moved. I'm going to say this, and there's going to somebody on the sound of my voice is going to go to the rhythm masses heart, and it's going to go and it's going to say, "Oh, they're having a move of God, and this is God, and you're blinded. Don't go if it's against the word of God. I'm against it. Right. Praise the Lord. I got Bible for everything I just said. Amen. Bible says that though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel, let him be accursed. You know what that tells me? An angel can show up to any one of you. Mm -hmm. If you are open to another gospel, there will be a voice. There will be somebody that Santa Claus come through your chimney.
1: Right.
0: I'm being funny. Something will happen, you will get your goosebumps, you were going to say, whoa! And then all of a sudden, that new gospel will be born. Right. What did Muhammad do up on the mountain? He was a polytheistic, many-gods believer. He believed in the thousands of gods. And he went up on the mountain to get something from God, and guess who showed up to him? I believe it was the Prince of Persia. He calls him Allah. (laughs) But Allah showed up to him and and taught him. I'm sorry, Gabriel. No, was it Gabriel? No, an angel of the Lord. Not Allah. It was um, Michael or whatever. Whatever he said. But he said it was an angel that showed up and taught him the Islamic faith. Taught him that. Angels don't teach. Brothers and sisters, angels don't teach. They give messages and they fight. They do not teach. They will tell somebody to go teach, like Cornelius, but they do not teach. Otherwise, God wouldn't need us to preach the gospel. He'd do it himself. Right. And so, though we are an angel from heaven preaching the other gospel, Lord be cursed. He said it twice. What does that mean? There, You could have a miracle tonight and you can have an angel show up and preach something outside the Word of God and you could be deceived.
1: Right.
0: Amen. I'm going somewhere. I'm almost done. But I'm going somewhere. I'm almost at the end of my road here. <laughs> Matthew 7.21 Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven, many shall say unto me, or say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Point number one. Prophesied. What does prophecy mean? Speak God's word. Or speak a word from God. Have we not prophesied in thy name? Have we not cast out devils? in thy name and do many wonderful works and then I will profess to them I never knew you depart from me ye that work iniquity, iniquity means spot spot or no spot okay let's go there I'm back at the Tree of knowledge of good and evil, and I'm taking the fruit. But check it out. I could still prophesy. Check it out. I could I could use the word of God and cast out this devil. You want to see that? Watch on television. You want to see that? Watch on the internet. All these people that are still taken of the sin that's in this world and still casting out devils. If you don't believe me. Type in pastors caught up in scandals. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: And they're going to have thousands of people following them. Okay. And believe it. These people were casting out devils. And yet they were they were with prostitutes. Mm-hmm. They were One guy was actually with a male prostitute. What was that preacher's name? Televangelist mainly. But not... Mm-hmm. Was he with a male prostitute? Mm-hmm. <laughs> see <laughs> what happens is it's deceiving right. and all of a sudden we go to it I don't go to a meeting because there's miracles, signs, and wonders I go to it because they're the closest thing to the word of God as being a church as there is right. how can an entire presbyty be caught up in, in child pedophilia right. exactly. what happens is they're taking the fruit right. and they're speaking their latin right Lord and they're Lord. taking the fruit and then they're speaking their their uh... their sermons right. in the meanwhile everybody's being deceived don't be deceived Right. Man. we don't have that we are going to work out our own salvation you want an anointed church get the spots out of your life you want anointed church get the sin out of your life you want anointed love? you want real revival Go and make a bonfire in your backyard and start throwing tapes out there. Start throwing movies out there. Start throwing things, witchcraft. Anything that has to do with witchcraft, throw it out there and say, God, please forgive me of my sins. You want real revival? I'm talking about that stuff that you're going to destroy the doctrine of the Nicolaitans when you take a walk through your phone and start deleting some things and getting stuff out of your heart and getting stuff out of your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're living in the last days. In the last days, there is alluring. The church is getting, the church is, their candlestick is getting put out. Right. Man. Last point. Everybody say, last point. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you guys. I appreciate every one of you.
1: Love you too.
0: I love you too. Jude 1 verse 7. Not everybody has that Adam and Eve spirit that says, you know what, I'm going to eat this and I'm not not dead. And everybody has that. And everybody has that hypocritical, I'm going to go to church and I'm going to live in sin. Not everybody has that. There is people that are hungry for God. There is people that are willing to go and do whatever it takes to be right with God. That's why they say, I need a Bible study. Because what my old pastor was saying, and what you're saying is two different things. I need to get these, I call them cobwebs. I need to get the cobwebs of false doctrine out of my heart, out of my mind, out of my thoughts. I'm thinking things wrong. I'm thinking that this doesn't matter, and it really does matter. There's no such thing as a little white lie. There's no such thing as a little cuss word. I've got to get this stuff out of my spirit. Amen. Amen. Jude 1:7. Spot or no spot, everybody. What do you think? Even as Sodom Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, given themselves over to, there it is again, fornication and going after strange flesh, for set forth in, or are set forth for an example. Suffering the vengeance of eternal fire, likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh. Listen what happens. despise dominion I'm, i don 't have any problem with denomination i don't have any problem with a church that wants to be organized. I do have a problem with denomination trumping the word of God. Mm. I do have a big problem with organizing God out of the picture. Amen? But these guys despise dominion and speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses. Why? Because they would have, in that time, would have took Moses' bones and worshipped it. That's why they took it out. We are not to be worshipped. Our bones are not. Don't make a shrine in my name. Amen. Amen. Durst not to bring against him a railing accusation, but the Lord rebuked thee. But these speak of evil of those things which they know not. But what they know naturally as brute beasts in those things, they, they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them! With an exclamation mark. Let's say it like this. Woe unto them! For they have gone the way of Cain and ran greedily after the heir of Balaam. There's Balaam again. Are we in, new, are we in the book of Revelation here? For reward and perished in the gainsaying of Kor. These are spots in your feast of charity. Listen. You're going to have people go to your go to go to the feast of charity with you they're going to go and help you and they're going to do their thing okay listen listen they are spots in their charity when they feast with you feeding themselves without fear without fear without fear spot or no spot does it matter a little sin the other pastor said that you could still sin and God's grace will cover whatever sin I do in the future. That was a lie. That is. God's grace. God died for my future sin. Therefore, I can live in liberty to sin whenever I want. The doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Without fear. Clouds are they without water. Carried about of winds. The Bible says, be not carried away by every wind of doctrine. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Teaching. What am I doing right here? I'm teaching. Got to slow down and teach sometimes. I could be preaching faith right now. But I got to slow down and teach because you could be deceived. You could be deceived and think, what's the difference between these people and these people? Well, there's a big difference. There's the Apostles Church. And there's another church formed somewhere in the 1800s, somewhere in the 1900s. That's usually when thousands of thousands of churches were born. 18 and 19 and 2000. It says, there are clouds without water. Trees whose fruit withereth. Interesting, without fruit. Twice dead, plucked up by the roots raging waves of the sea, foaming out of their own shame, wandering stars, to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever, hashtag black hole. And Enoch also, the seven from Abraham, I'm sorry, Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all And to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed. Are you hearing me? Spot or no spot. And of all their hard speeches with ungodly sinners have spoken against them. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust. And their, their mouth speaketh great swelling words. Heaven men's persons in admiration because of an advantage, but beloved, beloved, beloved bride, keep, your, keep yourselves without spot or wrinkle. He's going back to the marriage, the relationship between the church And Jesus, he said, but beloved, remember ye the words which are spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you that there should be mockers in the last time. And I believe we are in the last time today who walk after their own ungodly lust. They're eating their fruit and they're still healing the sick. They're eating the fruit and they're still casting out devils. They're sitting there, they dim the lights, and they, they, they play their music, and, and but they're still living in sin. These are they who separate themselves. Central, having not the spirit, but ye, going back to relationship, beloved, but ye beloved, building up yourself in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercy of God, of a Lord Jesus Christ unto, why are we here? Eternal life. Right. I'm done. What, what I'm saying here is, you don't worry about the spots. You don't worry about the blemishes. You can't sit here and say, well, God's pouring out a spirit upon the just and the unjust. I'm confused. I'm not confused one bit when I see somebody that's living in sin. See the blessings of the Lord. Don't be deceived to see healings happening in backslidden churches. Because it's going to happen. I'm not swayed. I'm not going to places because there's miracles. I'm not going to places because they speak in tongues. I'm going to places, the churches that believe in the whole book. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. That believe in the way. There is one Lord, one faith and one baptism. Contend to the faith that was once delivered to the saints. I'm glad to be a part of that. Can we all stand? Hallelujah, hallelujah. I hope I hope we I hope I drove this home because this is an unpolished, rugged message that's gonna get perfected the more I preach it. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Hope it happens sooner than later. Amen. But I'm, I want this to get into your, your heart, your mind, your soul. It's all about the Word of God. In Him we breathe, and in Him we move, and in Him we have our being. Where is that found in the Bible? Show me Bible. Why are you baptizing in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? Who gave you the authority to baptize infants? That's not in the Bible. Why are you baptizing for the dead? That's not Bible. There's only one Lord. There's one faith, one baptism. Thou believest there is one God that doeth well. The devils also believe and tremble. Hear, O Israel: The Lord our God is one Lord.
1: Right,
0: amen. Hallelujah! If there's ever a time to reveal three persons, it would be right then, Moses. If there's ever a time to reveal three gods, it's right then. But he says, "Hear, O Israel: The Lord our God is one Lord." Right. Amen. First uh, Timothy 3.60 Without controversy, the, the, the conversation's over. Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in spirit, seen of angels, preached of the Gentiles. It is Emmanuel, God yes, with yes. us, not Jehovah Jr. with us. It was God with yes, us. Yes. Amen. Philip yes. asked Jesus, show us the Father. It'll please us all. He says, have I been with you this long, Philip, and you don't know me? You're looking at the Father, Philip. You were there when I walked on water. You were there when I fed the 5,000. I was hungry and I went to the big tree and it didn't produce fruit and I cursed it right in front of your eyes and it withered. Who has that power except the Creator? Yes. Right, Hallelujah. I I, 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 <clears throat> the soldier got his ear cut off and I had the power to put that ear back on. The guy couldn't see, and I was the creator, so I went ahead and made a mud ball and put it in the guy's eye because I could create mud balls out of nothing. Right. I created you out of nothing. I could create mud balls out of nothing.
1: Right.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. I'm talking about the doctrine, the doctrine, the teaching of the church. They preach this everywhere. The hero Israel, the Lord our God is wonderful. That's so. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might, with all, right. all thy strength, and thou shall teach them diligently to thy children. Thou shalt talk with them. Yes. Talk with them what? About God is one. Thou shalt talk with them when thou sittest in thy house, when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, when thou risest up. When you go to bed, you're going to talk about one God. Yes. When you raise up, you're going to talk about one God. Yes. When you walk down the street, you're going to talk about how yes. God is one. Everywhere you go, you go to the five star. Yes. Five star, wow. You go to Walmart, you're going to talk about one God. You're going to go, to go to Target, you're going to talk about there's only one person in the Godhead and his name is Jesus.
1: Right.
0: Hallelujah, something ingrained in them. We know how we're supposed to walk. We know how we're supposed to talk. We know why men's not supposed to keep their hair long and girls are supposed to keep their hair long. We know why I'm not supposed to wear a dress. What am I talking about? You have to you have to get it in you. I want to know more. I want to know more. There's Bible studies. Amen. I pray. Who wants to pray with me? We get 20 Bible studies in the next month.
1: Amen.
0: Yes. Yes. That's a big big leap. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. Big jump.
1: <laughs>
0: Thirty. Amen. Who's going to believe with me? Who who believes? you know what a Bible study is? It's simply yeah. teaching the Bible. Right. 30 minute Bible study, 10 minute Bible study, just telling somebody how much Jesus loves them. Give them a Bible study. Yeah. Who's going to tell me if they teach the Bible study? I will tell me if I teach me a Bible study. Yeah. <laughs> if you teach somebody a Bible study, please let me know. We're going to get 20 within one month. And if we do it one week, we're going to change our goal. I'm about to jump out on faith. Where's that 30-minute Bible study? Um, we got it at the house. Yeah, right. If we teach 20, 30-minute Bible studies, if you, if we teach it word from word, it's 30 minutes, we teach it, I will go out on a limb, mark it, within one month from today, and I will let my wife make a whipped cream pie and cream me right in the face with it.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) 20 Bible studies. Make it 30. I want it very, I mean, I believe 30. I believe 30. If you get 30, Brother Angel's going to get a pie. (laughs) We're going to get it together. If you get 50, I'll get a pie. Man, that's motivating. just
1: kidding
0: uh, (laughs) (laughs) amen praise the lord thank you all let's pray right now let's ask god to hide this word in our heart right now lord we love you jesus ask god that you speak to us right now in the name of jesus help us god to